Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization that mobilizes the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Donations to the United Way stay 100% locally in our community and get invested in more than 40 community-based programs. These programs help students achieve academic success, families to be self-sufficient and financially stable, and vulnerable households to get their basic and emergency needs met. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit uascc.org or call 716-483-1561. You've been listening to Community Matters. The Chautauqua County Humane Society finished 2022 with success for several programs and looks ahead to a very busy 2023. Senior Programs Director Brian Papalea tells us more. We have Chautauqua County Humane Society's uh, Senior Programs Director Brian Papalea on the line with us. Good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. So we are at the very beginning of 2023, and I imagine that you have a lot going on at the Humane Society lined up for this year. But first, I want to check back in with you. How did things end up going with the Season of Hope Adoption and Fostering Drive? You know, it was an interesting season for that. Um, That was our fifth year to do it, and the weather kind of wreaked havoc towards the end of the run. It was originally supposed to end the uh, Friday before Christmas, but we ended up extending it to the Friday before New Year's, and what happened was we did meet our goal, which is fantastic. We had um, 100 animals go into homes. It was 83 that went to adoptive homes and 17 that went to foster homes. But the real story was one of our, actually our longest resident went home. Oh, wow. And we had Pullman Island. Um, You may remember back in 2020, there was a situation where we had 83 cats come in at um, one time from uh, a, an apartment in the Fredonia, Dunkirk, Fredonia area. And Pullman Island has been with us since then. So it's almost two and a half years he spent with us hanging out in the cat colony. And he went home and not did, he didn't just go home alone. He went home with another long-termer named Sparrow, who had been with us since October of 2021. So to see that happen together was just, that was the best way to end the holiday season. That's really fantastic. Yeah, I know you had been shooting for that goal of 100 animals. And I, obviously the weather played a part in why you had to extend uh, the, the season of hope this year. But yeah, it's fantastic to hear that some more animals had uh, got a chance to go to their forever home. Yeah, it was just, you know, we had a, on the last day, actually it was a dog named Zeke who had been here for a while. He went home on the last day. Um, so just that extension not only helped us meet our goal, but that almost became really became secondary to seeing those animals finally get their chance to have a home. So mm-hmm. it's fantastic. And uh, in terms of, I mean, the history of this this, this pr- particular promotion and program, you know, it's, I, I mean, is this typical to meet meet the goal to, of sending home uh, 100 animals in, in the course of a year? Well, this one is actually it's in the course of about a month. Um, we have... This one's my baby, so it's kind of near and dear. I created the Season of Hope Adoption Drive when I started. And pre-COVID, we would do, you know, like we would end up doing 110, 120 adoptions in that about month-long period. But then COVID, like everything else, it shook that up. And, you know, we had to kind of, we, we haven't made the goal. It's been, this is the first time in two years, because in uh, 2020 and then 2021, 
we didn't meet the goal and it was just circumstantial to either COVID or to the effects COVID was having on the industry that we're in. So to, you know, come back this year and see it be successful, see the, like what animals went home. I mean, it's one thing to send a bunch of kittens home, but it's another thing to send, you know, older cats and cats that have been here that long and dogs that have been here for a while. So it just really, you know, makes it quite heartwarming. Indeed. And this is, I mean, we talk about that this program just ended uh, in the last week, basically. But you have a lot more that's you gearing up for in this year, including uh, you have um, some updates with the Jamestown Community Cat Program going on. Yeah, last year was the, the first year to try that program out. Um, there will definitely be some, some changes going on. We'll probably be doing some more um, spay neuter community cat spay neuters here at the shelter, um, but still working with operation cats to some capacity up in the, they're up in the Buffalo area. Um, we're hoping that now that the word is getting out a little bit, that people will start contacting us. You know, we spent last year because of the new program reaching out to the community. Now we're hoping the community will start reaching out to us a little more in that respect. In that respect. And in terms of, do you have any numbers from how th- how the, the program did? I mean, I know it just started last year, but do you know how it did last year? We did somewhere, in, I don't have the exact number in front of me, but it was somewhere in the neighborhood of between, say, 250 and 300 cats. Um, we were working on um, the number of available slots that Operation Pets was, was giving to us. So there were some different things that were making it last year, um, we're just doing the best we could to, to make the impact on the community. And we're looking at this year being able to maybe open it up a little more to get more cats done. Mm-hmm. And you said you, you're hoping that people will contact you or is, are you looking for people to be part of like, you know, where they're helping trap the cats in their yeah. neighborhoods? So how does that work? What we're looking for is um, people that will be able to work with us in the sense that they can come and, borrow a trap or traps from us um they can trap the cats bring the cats in so they can be done and also afterwards help us make sure the cats get the proper aftercare they need before they get released back to where they were found so it's definitely a big ask but it's going to have ultimately such a huge impact on the cat population in the community and yeah even just thinking last year 200 cats that those cats were either neutered or spayed that that does help in a sense so i mean if you're aiming for more this year that will well if you think mm-hmm. about it, just to give you a baseline number um a cat can can have a litter of kittens in 60 days so <laughs> you know like everyone that flows like say 200 to keep it on the low end it's like 250 ish cats you know that's how many kittens would they have had, you know, in that if they had not been done. So that's what we're looking to do. Mm-hmm. Are you still like working on funding for this program or is that something that's been like where it's more secure and how things are moving forward financially? Uh, no, we definitely are always looking for help with funding. Um, that's something when, you know, as we grow the program and the community gets a better sense of how it's affecting them, you know, because it also affects, you know, people's businesses, people's lives people's homes, you know, how many conversations do you have where people are like, these cats are just all over the place. You know, this is helping to cure that. And coming up a little closer, you have, I imagine we'll talk more about it also in February, but you have your annual Pennies for Paws campaign starting up pretty soon. 
We do. Um, we're actually really excited. We have a pretty pretty decent schedule of things coming up this year. We've got Tennis for Paws kicking off February 12th. That's, of course, one of our big um, fundraisers of the year, tentpole kind of fundraisers that we've been doing for a long time. And we're really inviting schools, businesses, local organizations, individuals, anybody who would want to go out there and help fundraise from the animals here at the shelter to, uh, to you know, help us do that. They can learn more. They can message us through Facebook. Um, they can call. They'd be talking to me. Um, I do Facebook and everything, too. So, you know, I'd be happy to help folks get started, even if it's a little early, you know, never heard. <laughs> That's true. And you had mentioned off before we started talking that you, you have a rather full calendar. I mean, can you give us any kind of preview of things that we might be looking forward to this year? Yeah, um, we have. We know that the Walk for Paws, last year we had planned to have it at Panzarella Park behind the Comedy Center, kind of between the Comedy Center and the BPU in Jamestown. Um, we are going to that, do that this year. Last year we had to cancel due to some unforeseen circumstances. That, and uh, But this year we're going to do that on... September 16th, um, we've got, I'm kind of going backwards, I guess, Dog Days of Summer at Southern Tier Brewing Company is coming up in July. Um, something we're really excited about is a couple of new things we've added to the calendar. Um, coming up on uh, May Day, we are going to do here at the shelter a special kitten foster event um, because May Day is a cry for help, and that's about the time that we get overrun with kittens. <laughs> so. So really excited to do something, you know, specifically pointed where people can come learn more about how to foster, how to support the foster program and all of that. Um, and we're looking forward to making kind of a fun event out of it. And then uh, another brand new thing is we are going to do the Rescue Run 5K, which is going to happen on May 20th. And that's going to happen right down here in Savannah. We're still kind of working out the details a little bit, but, but it's together enough to let folks know that that's going to be a really cool, fun event to help support the animals. And uh, I look forward to definitely getting all the details as we get closer to each month uh, along the course of this year. If uh, if anybody's looking for information about the Humane Society in terms of contacting you, whether it's by calling you or finding you online, where can they go? Uh, CHQHumane.org is our website. Um, You can find a lot of information. We're always updating that. Um, Facebook is... We have our Stockton County Humane Society Facebook page, as well as the Second Chances Thrift Store page, and that is chock full of information. Also, if they message us, they'll end up with me, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. And something I always like to throw out there, if anybody wants to stop down and like get a tour or find out more about what we do, I'd be happy to do that. So you can ask for Brian when you stop by, and, and I'll be happy to kind of fill you in or show you what you want to see. Great. Is there anything else you'd like to add for today? Just uh, inviting people to come adopt some animals, maybe stop by Second Chances Thrift Store on Fairmont Avenue to support the animals with some fun shopping. And, uh, you know, that's about it. All right. Well, Brian Papalea, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you, Julia.